The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, TeleSouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of TeleSouth Media Incorporated. Now, join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, Certified Financial Planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus with you right here on Super Talk Radio. Thanks a lot for listening in. We really appreciate all of our valued sponsors. Couldn't do this thing across Mississippi without you. So, Bubba... Sometimes this financial life, uh, trying to manage a financial life, is complicated. It's got all kinds of stuff associated with it and rules and and taxes and IRS code and uh, net asset value and all of these various terms. And, you know, I had somebody the other day tell me, said, how about boil it down to just one or two things? Well, I, I would say this. Many, many things are complicated if you think about it, mm-hmm. right? Driving a car is complicated, mm-hmm. you know, from uh, beginning to understand the mechanics of how a combustion engine works to putting the key in there mm-hmm. to minding the rules of the road, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. to the way uh, a car operates or performs. So you'd say that if a 40-year-old, let's say uh-huh. you've been driving over 20 years, yep. a 40-year-old, their brain is doing a number of things at one time when yeah. they're behind the wheel. Absolutely. You're looking and, and, and the... then take it to something new. So, uh, you know, it's no secret. I've been taking flying lessons, right? Mm-hmm. That That's some, something kind of new, mm-hmm. uh, that, that I haven't done before. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a learning curve and a learning process that you have to go through in order to, uh, learn the, you know, the aerodynamics of flight and, mm-hmm. and how, airplane engines work and how to land a plane and what the rules are associated in the air and, mm-hmm. and how to talk on the radio and mm-hmm. all these other, yeah. not this radio, but right. you know, airplane radios. Right. Right. Um, so you've got all these different things that are thrown at you. Mm-hmm. And I would say the th- same thing goes along with, uh, with finances, mm-hmm. budgeting, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If you've never done it before, yeah, it can be a daunting task, it, it, right? It really can. And but it when, can be done. And when you say if you haven't done it before, how mm-hmm. about if you haven't done it right? That's right. Because there are a number of people who may be listening who are 50, mm-hmm. and they keep having the same financial issues over mm-hmm. and over again. Now, they've done it, but they ain't yeah. done it right. Uh, correct. Right? Yeah. So let, let's try today to boil all of this down mm-hmm. to three or four broad categories. Because like behind the wheel in the car, mm-hmm. You need to know the rules of the road. Now, there's a bunch of specifics in there, but a broad category, know the rules of the Mm -hmm. road. Know how your car operates. You know, it's it's a little intimidating when you sit inside Mm -hmm. a new vehicle or in your your wife's vehicle that you don't drive all the time. Mm -hmm. You're like, where are the lights? Mm Mm-hmm. How do I dim the lights? Where's the windshield wiper? Mm-hmm. How do I do the intermittent on the windshield wiper? And why is this seat so close to the steering wheel? <laughs> How do I fix that? Yeah. Right? Right? But generally speaking, you know the rules of the road. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, know how your vehicle mm-hmm. operates. And number three, pay attention. Right. That's basically what I told my mm-hmm. kids. 
Those are three things. Now, inside all of those, like under the pay attention, don't be texting. Right. You know, don't let your friends mm-hmm. affect you. Don't be fiddling too much with the radio. All that goes under mm-hmm. pay attention. But it's a broad category. Correct. Let's do that with finances. Okay. All right. Let's just kind of come up with four or five. I, I, I'm going to relate that back, though, to mm-hmm. driving a car mm-hmm. or flying an airplane, right? Yeah. At some point, and maybe I should do this later in the show today, but at some point, if you're not comfortable do, doing that, like mm-hmm. so with airplanes, right, what do you do? I get a pilot. You get a pilot. You hire somebody else who knows what they're doing to get right you to point now, A to point B. You know, I just turned 60 years old the mm-hmm. other day. I ain't interested in learning much more. Right. Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh, I, I got well, maybe a, not much more about that. Much more right. about that. Now, you know, I'm going to have to continue to keep up with the tax laws and right. all that. But I, I don't want to add another category. Sure. In other words, mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to. So if I need to fly somewhere, I need to do you know with somebody who's done it before, mm-hmm. taken all those lessons, passed all those tests, done mm-hmm. done that. Correct. So that's your point, right? right. Mm-hmm. So either you you do it. Mm-hmm. Or find somebody, or you find somebody who's competent to do it for you. You know, the last four or five years of my my father's life, mm-hmm. God rest his soul, he realized this driving an automobile thing was just a little past him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he just didn't let any Tom, Dick, and Harry drive him around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got in the car with my mother, my mm-hmm. brother, myself, my wife, my kid, those people. Yeah. But, you know, he just didn't yell out on the street, hey, somebody come drive me to the store. To, to the same tune, I uh, had a client in yesterday who's dealing with a medical issue mm-hmm. uh, in his eye, right? Mm-hmm. And he's not to the point yet, although he's contemplating and thinking about it, about giving up driving, mm-hmm. you know, which which is kind of you know, tough, you know. Yeah. You think about it, you know, that's yeah. that kind of a loss of independence oh, and the things that you do there. Oh. Now, he's got, uh, you know, a medical procedure that he's going to work on. I that think, could help. That could help. Mm-hmm. But he's all, also thinking about, uh, you know, two months, five months, mm-hmm. five years down the road. Mm-hmm. Hey, do I really need to be driving? Yeah. Yeah. So just because you've had the ability and you know how to do it mm-hmm. over a number of years doesn't mean that you can't stop at right. some point and outsource it and have somebody else do it. That's exactly right. And part of that consideration is not all about him. Right. Mm-hmm. It's about the people in the automobile with him. Sure. The people he's going to meet on the road, mm-hmm. the folk he's going to have at the intersection with him. A lot of these considerations are not just me trying to be responsible about me. Correct. But it's about me being responsible about society. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've previewed this really well, I think, in this mm-hmm. first segment. I want to take finances and break it down into four or five broad categories. Mm-hmm. So like the automobile was, know the rules of the road, know your vehicle, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the financial world, I want to break it down like this. Number one, cash flow management. Okay, and we're going to talk about that, how to manage your cash flow. Number two, stay in good uh, relationship with the IRS. Mm -hmm. Whatever you have to do, stay in good relationship with the IRS. Number three, don't be intimidated by investments. Mm -hmm. Okay, you don't have to become an expert, but we're going to take all these apart. And number four, Think about somebody else. Think about the next generation. Think about how you're giving example of how to deal with money to your kids and grandkids and employees and employers and the people around you. But also, you know, 
make the world a better sure. place. I mean, you work all of these years for mostly to take care of yourself and have a few decent experiences for yourself. But think about the Carnegies, right? What they did. And now we still remember them with libraries and mm-hmm. other things and what the gates are doing. And, you know, you may not have billions to work with. You make a difference in your local community. Mm-hmm. So we're going to break those down and talk about those as we come back in broad categories here from the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners Bubba Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you right here on Super Talk Radio as we do professional advice for your life. And today we're talking about generally breaking financial management, especially the financial management of your life. Your, your family, um, your household, down into three or four major categories. And then we can decide which of those you want to do for yourself and which you want to farm out to advisors. First one is cash flow management. All right? You've, you've made this point before in meetings. I've heard you tell people that, you know, you may be an employee. You always worked for somebody else. But through your adult life, you ran a small business. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No your doubt. house, your household mm-hmm. is a small business. Yes, it is. You got money coming in and money going out and hopefully a little money left over. Isn't that kind of the way businesses work? That's exactly the way business works. They try to sell exactly. widgets mm-hmm. and they try to pay their bills. Yeah, and keep overhead low. Keep the overhead as low and as have possible. have a profit at the end of the year. There you go. And it's not rocket surgery. It ain't rocket surgery. <laughs> yeah. And so let's not make it that complicated. Mm-hmm. First of all, let's look at where your income comes from. Well, it probably comes from a job and you get a paycheck and you've got this cash. Now, fewer and fewer people in America are dealing with green cash and right. you know, you know they, they got it on debit cards and they don't balance their checkbook mm-hmm. at the end of the month looking at their register like my mother mm-hmm. taught me they do it every day by looking online yeah. right but they're still managing what cash flow yeah so if i'm going to manage cash flow correctly mm-hmm. um and the way you want me to, so that I have something to show for all these workadays that I'm doing throughout mm-hmm. my adult life. Um, you also tell people to pay yourself first. I do. What does that mean? Um, if you don't make it a priority to save, mm-hmm. right, or pay yourself first, mm-hmm. then it won't. Then it won't occur. So you're seeing your savings as like it's a bill. Absolutely, you are. Mm. Absolutely, you are. Okay. So, so for instance, you've got a thousand dollars that comes in this month or 2000, whatever the dollar amount is, we'll, we'll use a thousand dollars that comes in. Make that math easy. Make that math real easy. Okay. Right. All right. You need to pay yourself first. Well, how are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. Many people may have a 401k. Okay. That, that's well and good. If you do, then put some money in your 401k. Okay. You know, if you don't have a 401k, mm-hmm. maybe you need a savings account. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need uh, an IRA. Maybe you need some kind of savings vehicle to put money in for your future. Mm-hmm. But if you don't do it and don't make a priority of it, then right. it won't occur. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would tell people, like sands through the hourglass, <laughs> these are the days of our lives, right? Yeah. yeah. Many people don't have, um, 
don't have uh, the confidence in themselves mm-hmm. or the discipline in themselves mm-hmm. to not spend some money. Uh, so it's if it's so in if my they checkbook, got it in their checkbook, or, or it's in got my it account, in their hands. If it's in my hands, then they're going to spend it on something, uh-huh. and it, it it doesn't matter the income level, right? I've known people from all income levels, yeah. people that make a thousand dollars a month to people that make ten thousand dollars a month, and if mm-hmm. they've got it, they're going to spend it. Uh-huh. It's just in their nature. So it needs so to why get not, out of that primary account. Why not think about the way you're spending it? Okay. And if you consider it a bill that you're paying yourself, uh-huh. right, uh-huh. and it comes out on the front end, well, then you've only got 90% left that you can use to pay all the rest of your bills. Okay. So let's say that you made 10% your mm-hmm. goal as to what to say. I had this conversation mm-hmm. with a young lady that was in my jogging group the other day. She's gotten her first real job after college. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a pretty nice one too, mm-hmm. by the way. Congratulations! You know, crazy, woo, tell you, I don't know how many years I had to work to be mm-hmm. able to make that amount, and she gets it the first year. But right. the world's changed mm-hmm. in the last forty years. I know that, yeah. and numbers have changed. But it, it's an impressive thing. So, congratulations, Kelsey. But she gets this job, and she was asking me as we were jogging along there. She said, "You know, how much I need to save?" I said, "Well, let's make it a goal to do ten percent." Mm-hmm. And she said, well, I've already signed up for 4 or 5% in my 401k. I said, okay, that's good. Yeah. Then you got another 5 or 6% that you can put somewhere else for mm-hmm. short term. Right. So this pile of money that I'm saving with mm-hmm. this pay myself first thing, yeah. you divide it up then in long, long term and short term. And short term. Yeah. Multiple goals. Okay. So and, the- and as life happens to you, you're going to add goals. Right. Uh-huh. So as you get married, maybe you want to start saving money for that down payment on the home. Maybe you have children and you need to start saving for those children to go to college. So you got immediate short term mm-hmm. things that if the transmission blows up, right. I have money for. Right. And I'm also looking long term for retirement. Mm-hmm. But your point is, in the meantime, there are things that happen in the meantime, intermittent things that I see mm-hmm. them coming. Right. Is there an excuse? If I see it coming and I don't prepare for it? Well, so here's the excuse, right? Mm -hmm. Things just come up, right? (laughs) And we've talked about it before. (laughs) For whatever reason, you know, that that insurance bill for your car always comes up every six months. you surprised. Yeah. Huh? Well, I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Well, it comes every six months, dude, right? Right. Yeah. Or or every month, right? You know, however you want to do it. However you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you see it come. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you saw a robber coming, they were you know somebody walking across your front lawn, mm-hmm. had the ski mask on, had the gun out, you know, had a bag over his shoulder. You know, you can tell by the body language. You know what yeah. he's he or she's up to. Is it wouldn't be an excuse for you not to defend your family, to call the cops, to turn on mm-hmm. all the floodlights, to do whatever you right? Exactly. So. We need to do the same mm-hmm. thing financially. So the first point, and, and we talked about a bunch of stuff that went into mm-hmm. cash flow management. We did. But it's a, kind of an all-encompassing mm-hmm. first point that we want to make. In your financial life, be aware of your cash flow mm-hmm. management. All right? Second one is stay in. Let me, let me get back to cash flow management because mm-hmm. I, I, I hit on it, but I want to reiterate it, right? Mm-hmm. Discipline. Which is one of the hardest things for people to have, right? Mm. Self-discipline, mm. you know? It, it, mm. How hard is it for you to walk past that, that extra brownie or cookie, right? <laughs> and not eat it. 
Dude. How hard is it, especially around this time when you got all kinds of uh, candy laying around the house from Halloween? What did Lay's potato chips say? Yeah. You can't eat just one? That's right. Huh? You can't. But you telling me I need to? I'm telling you you need to. Have a little discipline. Oh, man. I would say that if you have discipline or have some discipline, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. that's probably 90% of your battle. I think it's a great point. It's a very good point, especially when it comes to cash flow management. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because you, you pointed out earlier, there's some people that just can't do it or seems like they mm-hmm. can't do it, whether it's 1000 or 10000 Right. If it's in their pocket in the form of cash or in mm-hmm. the form of a debit card that they know has a balance in that account, it's hard to pass by the extra pair of boots, Bubba. Sure it is. Huh? Mm-hmm. It's hard, it's hard to order the Happy Meal without the ice cream cone. Well, and, and what is what is the number one goal of every business out there? Make a profit. To make a profit and extract as many dollars out of Phil Warbucks <laughs> over there as we can while we've got him. While he's in our shop. In our shop. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. and Do you want to upsize to the bigger Coca-Cola? <laughs> Absolutely. You'll need an apple pie with that, too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. hey, wait a minute. You know, what? this is your lunch. What about dinner? You want to go ahead and get something now for for your dinner later? Yeah. So my daughter was in high school at the time. Mm-hmm. She's a senior in college right now. She's in high school at the time, probably five, six years ago. And she'd just been driving and had her own little job in the summer and had her own money, you know. And I'd gone over some of these things. But, you know, I'm trying not to be a tyrant. Let her have her life and learn from her on the mistakes. So one day um, my car had to have the the tires rotated. Mm -hmm. So I left it at the shop and and, uh, I told Barry I'd be right back and had my daughter pick me up and brought Mm -hmm. me to the office. And then, you know, he's going to text me when everything was done. So she uh, pulls up. I get in the car and I notice There are two huge, and I'm going to use the term that a lot of old people will know, big gulp size. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? A big gulp used to be like the Mm 40-ounce cup you could get at some convenience store chain, right? right? Like 7-Eleven or Mm -hmm. something. Well, they, these, these were didn't like come. 72 ounces. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. Yeah. She had two of them mm-hmm. there, and they wouldn't really fit right. in the space that was there for mm-hmm. the cups. And so they were kind of sitting askew. And I'm like, what's that, Dara? Why do you. What? She said, well, last night I pulled through to get supper, and then this morning on the way to work, I pulled through. I said, both of them are about half full. Mm-hmm. You didn't drink them. She said, well, but the lady had said for an only an extra 25 cents, I could double the size. Right. Uh-huh. It sounded like a deal to me. Sure. I said, but you ain't. <laughs> so, you know, let's do the math. You doubled yeah. from 20 mm-hmm. ounces to 40 ounces, and you still got 20 ounces in there, so you didn't need the doubling. Yeah. And it's only sugar water. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, Dad. Yeah. But... You know, that's mm-hmm. what happens. Right. Your point is we got Phil in here. We're trying to sell mm-hmm. him everything that we can. You know, that extra sugar water in that extra thing, you know, the the, the business might have had six cents in it. Right. And they got an extra quarter mm-hmm. out of him. They can do that, everybody. Right. My sweet daughter moving through. And she felt like that the lady mm-hmm. was giving her good advice. Now, honey, you can... Spend an extra quarter mm-hmm. and double the size of your drink. Yeah. Well, what did my daughter mm-hmm. do? Yeah. She's, but she's learned, and we all learn those things. It happens every day, mm-hmm. multiple times across America. 
we need to be aware of our cash flow management. Because the cash that flows through your fingers, as Bubba says, can be like sands through the hourglass. Mm -hmm. And if you're not aware of it and you're not disciplined, hmm, you may not have anything left to show for it. We're going to leave on that thought here from this segment of the Advisors Roundtable on Supertalk. Hang in there with us as we continue to discuss these issues. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Supertalk Radio here with Cooley and Labus, certified financial planners with you. We're talking about these broad categories of financial management you need to buy into. Now, there's some specifics inside each of these broad categories that, yeah, you're going to become an expert at over time. But initially, let's just start with your cash flow management. Be aware of where your money's coming from, where it's going, some wise uses of it. All right. And pay yourself first. Do a little saving right off the bat. Uh, second point is stay in good relationship with the IRS. Uh, Some people think that's hard to do. Yeah. I don't know why. And, and, and many people have this, uh, this feeling that the IRS is out to get them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know why that is. I mean, if you're doing something wrong, yeah, they're going to be out to get you. Mm-hmm. Just don't do anything wrong. All right. So did you hate your teachers growing up? Not, no. I mean, you had a grandmother who was a teacher, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You respected the profession. Right. You know how many people actually walk into a classroom every day ready for a fight? I mean, they just, yeah. they don't like authority. Mm-hmm. I fight authority. Authority always wins. Right. But I fight, mm-hmm. I mean, it, there are just some people with that attitude, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Is that kind of how people view the IRS? I think many cases it is. They see them as the revenuer. They mm-hmm. see them as the account yep. accountability coach. They see mm-hmm. them as their ogre teacher, right. whatever, and they're trying to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Can you avoid the rules? They're there, buddy. They're, you know. You can avoid them. Mm-hmm. At some point, they're going to catch up with uh, you. There's going to be an accountability, yeah. right? A reckoning. Yeah. So why spend all the energy? Why spend all the energy fighting your teacher? You're going to have the spelling test on Friday, dude. I don't care what you do. Some people really enjoy the fight. I swear they do. And they fight authority, Mm -hmm. but authority always wins. Right. Now, every once in a while, you get a little victory Mm -hmm. here and there, but the the war and the battle, it's just going to happen. And you know why? Because our society needs to have bumpers on Mm -hmm. the side. We need to have guardrails, and there are certain things, the laws of the land, yeah. the military, the police, the IRS, they're actually there for what? To keep order, mm-hmm. and in the long run, protect you. Right. Now, you don't necessarily agree with everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are probably two or three, right off the top of your head, things that you'd say, I don't necessarily agree if I was the benevolent dictator right. today, right? but I'm still going to deal with them. But even so, right, mm-hmm. even if there are things maybe that not necessarily that you disagree with but uh, are wrong, mm-hmm. I think there are ways to petition the IRS or mm-hmm. change those things that are wrong mm-hmm. should it be that serious of an issue. Yeah, but for most people it's not. Right. Mm-hmm. For most people it's just that they decided they wanted the money now so they're not yeah. going to pay their mm-hmm. taxes this quarter. Right. But there will be the day of reckoning. Correct. So, so why do it, guys? Just don't fight authority. Mm-hmm. Don't don't do it. Keep yourself in 
good relationship. Pay your taxes as you go. If you don't like it, mm-hmm. talk to your congressman or senator or call the IR, do something, talk yeah. with your CPA, see if you can get it done in an orderly fashion. But, but in the meantime, still give them what they're asking. Mm-hmm. Your life will be so much simpler. Now, is the IRS the only authority that you need to learn how to get along with in your adult life? You know, I, I think uh, the policemen are another mm-hmm. authority that you need to know how to get along with. Mm-hmm. You just brought up a few minutes ago mm-hmm. about learning how to fly. Yeah. There are two or three different authorities you're dealing with sure. when you're in the air, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The FAA tells you how to do it. Yeah, and they're pretty serious about how you want. <laughs> they want you to do it. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're going to mm-hmm. do this, you know, it may f- make you feel like John Wayne to think you're a maverick, mm-hmm. but in the long run, it just ain't worth a fight. Let's don't do it. Right. Your life would be so much simpler if you just take a deep breath and realize that all of this is here to keep order in society, and you just need to cooperate. Yeah. All right, so that's the second point. Stay in good relationship with the IRS. Uh, the third one is don't be intimidated by the savings investment world. Is this the one that a lot of people clam up on? Is this the trigger point for a lot of people? I, I had a conversation Sunday night with with a guy, um, and he, he's young, just graduated college, uh, starting out in his career, working, that sort of thing. Uh, he's fascinated by investments, mm-hmm. right, and, mm-hmm. and wants to do it. Um, but unfortunately I think he gets caught up in the hype out there. Oh. Right. And he was asking me specifically about cryptocurrencies oh, so. and crypto coins. He wants to be a millionaire tomorrow. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. I said, you know, you're thinking about this all wrong. Uh-huh. And again, kind of go, going back to your cash flow, yeah. right? Yeah. You need to be saving money for short term goals, medium term goals, and long term goals. Yes. I said, you need a savings fund. Mm-hmm. to take care of your short-term goals. Mm-hmm. You don't really have medium-term goals right now, but you need to start saving for them anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you need to start putting money away for your long-term. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. And I said, yeah, it makes sense. You know, I do this for a living. But it ain't cool and sexy, Bubba. It's not cool it's and sexy. dang responsible and right. full of discipline. Uh-huh. I just want to roll the dice and yeah. have $10 million in the morning. So, so my response to that, uh, to him wanting to do these cryptocurrencies and other more aggressive things is mm-hmm. be prepared to lose 100% of it. And if you're prepared to lose 100% of it mm-hmm. or for it to go down in value temporarily, mm-hmm. then okay, you can invest in it. Mm-hmm. But if you're not prepared for that, then you don't need to be an investor at all. Right. And that would go with really anything, right? whether you're going to invest in Walmart stock or you're going to invest in cryptocurrency or, mm-hmm. uh, or Exxon Mobil. Mm-hmm. You need to be prepared for them to go uh, out of business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the time they won't, mm-hmm. but also most of the time you're not going to wake up with $10 million in the morning. That's correct. Most of the time the investments are going to mm-hmm. be like a really good crop in the field. Mm-hmm. You put the seed in. Yeah. And you fertilize it. You hope it gets the appropriate amount of water. Water and sunshine yeah. and time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bubba. I don't want time involved. That requires patience and discipline. Yeah. And, all and in the meantime, you got to think about, uh, you know, spraying for bugs. Mm-hmm. You got to think about defoliants, all these other things that go along with raising a crop, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then, you know, uh, on top of that, once you harvest the crop, where do you store it? Yeah. You know. Yep. And then you prepare for next year. Mm-hmm. Got to check your nutrients again. Yeah. You got to play with the soil. Mm-hmm. All those things. You know, I think a lot of times we don't really give enough credence to farmers. No. Uh, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of thought, a lot of planning, a lot yeah. of chemistry, mm-hmm. biology, you know, physics. Everything's involved in, in there. And mm-hmm. same thing is true for your investments. That's right. But don't be scared of it and let it be a trigger point to you that you don't understand it and it's some kind of ethereal, mysterious world mm-hmm. out there. So you're just going to avoid it. Right. And as you pointed out earlier, some of these things you may not want to do on your own, but they're important, so therefore you need to get somebody to help you. The very first thing that I think, uh, if you you said, Greg, give me three or four things you think even people who do participate in the savings and investment world get wrong. Mm -hmm. Give me two or three examples of things they do wrong. Number one is asset allocation. Why do I say that some people get that wrong? I, I would say they're probably either too concentrated mm. or they don't rebalance. Mm. Now, what does all that mean? You just use two or three technical right. yeah, terms here. Highly technical terms. Mm-hmm. They either own too much of one thing. That's too concentrated. Too concentrated, mm-hmm. meaning that they're not, uh, they don't have a proper asset allocation to begin with. Mm-hmm. Maybe the asset allocation that they do have is not consistent with what their, uh, their risk is. Ooh. So maybe they've got that. Maybe they're more aggressive and they own too many bonds. Ah. You know, they got scared of whoever the next president was going to be that mm-hmm. was going to be elected. And they said, I'm going to get really conservative because, you know, yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. You just move it all to the money market account or the fixed account. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you've missed out. Mm-hmm. And then you see the market go up and you say, oh, well, I need to jump over there and, and, and get on that bandwagon for a while. So to make it up, I go I and buy too all. aggressive. Uh huh. By yeah. all growth mm-hmm. stocks, all international, all emerging market yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There, there was a statistic that was running around, uh, and I'm sure it's probably very similar to this today. You know, the average uh, equity or stock mutual fund returns mm-hmm. somewhere in the neighborhood of 8 9 10% annually. Okay. But the average investor who invests in those returns somewhere around 35 to 4.5% annually. And the reason being? The reason being is they jump in at the wrong time and jump out at the wrong time. Because the fund is the fund. The fund is the fund. It, it's not getting out of itself. Right. So, it, you know, it, it's in there. Mm-hmm. And when you jump in and jump out because you think you're sexier, you think you're smarter, you mm-hmm. think you can time the market, most of the time you don't. And most of the time you're doing it with emotion. Ooh. Is that another thing we need to put in here related to this not being afraid and not being too emotional about the, mm-hmm. the, the the savings investment world? Right. I think we, and it's one of the reasons we do the Advisors Roundtable, is that we in the investment world, we in the finance world, we have all of these terms for things. Asset allocation, mm-hmm. rebalancing, too much concentration, risk tolerance, mm-hmm. all of those descriptive terms. And to certain people, it's kind of like listening to their doctor use mm-hmm. the Latin. 
Wah, 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 wah. Uh, absolutely. So I hope you don't turn us off here at the Advisors Roundtable as we try to educate you. Up against another break at the, uh, after this break, we'll continue on Super Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus with you right here on Super Talk. We're talking about, uh, generally speaking, related to your finances. There are about four or five general all-encompassing um, uh, topics that you need to address. Now, inside each of these, yes, there's some specifics, and over time you'll get good at that. But if, number one, you'll uh, commit yourself to good cash flow management, secondly, stay uh, in a good relationship with the regulators, specifically the IRS and the state, and then uh, thirdly, we've been talking about not being intimidated and scared by the savings investment world. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of these along the way, yes, you may acknowledge, yeah, Greg, Bubba, you're right, I need to do that. But I don't have the time. Well, yeah. along the way, there are experts and people who can help you. So, so getting back to that question, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have the expertise or the knowledge on how to do the investments, the saving side of it, right? Right. I think t- today, um, more so in the past, it is so much easier for people to get that experience or get help doing that sort of thing. Yeah. And let me explain what I mean by that. Um, there are, are financial advisors out there. There are ways to do this online through apps. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, this yeah. this individual I was talking to Sunday night uh, mentioned to me that he's using an app-based mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't want to call it a financial advisory. It's more of an investment advisory mm-hmm. type program mm-hmm. where it kind of does all the hard work and the thinking for you, mm-hmm. right? Answer a few questions, get some profile things, right. you know, whatever. And, and he asked me what I thought about that program. I mm-hmm. said, generally, I like the program. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's good. I mm-hmm. think, number one, it gets people interested yeah, absolutely. Uh, in doing investment. It right. gets them started doing mm-hmm. investments. And if they're started doing investments in some form or fashion, right. rather than not doing them at all, right. that's going to be better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if they're getting uh, some form of professional management, which mm-hmm. they're getting through these apps, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're professionally constructed portfolios. Have to be. Right. They have to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, then, then they're getting a better product than maybe them going out on their own and doing it on their own, not having the knowledge to know how yeah, to do it. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I had a conversation mm-hmm. a few years ago with a guy in a city. He owned a restaurant mm-hmm. and there were two other restaurants opening in his downtown area. Mm-hmm. And originally, and, uh, probably initially you would think, oh man, he's resentful about that. He's mad about that. He's hurt about yeah. that. But what did he tell me? Man, the more people eating downtown, the more people who get used to eating in my downtown, Mm -hmm. you know, there may be a few people who aren't eating in downtown now, but, you know, they're turned on by a barbecue thing. But one of these days, they're going to drive by the barbecue place. Mm -hmm. It's going to be full. Hey, I'm an option. That's right. They weren't even down here before Mm -hmm. to think of me as an option. Sure. And I just like it. Also, those other restaurants were really good breeding grounds for, you know, training people uh, that, you know, one of these days maybe uh, would be experienced enough to work in my joint. So he took a very mature attitude about this right. and and looking at it. I, I think that's one of the points we're making here is take a mature, grown-up attitude about mm-hmm. this financial stuff. Right. Don't just hope it happens anymore. Don't do that. Don't just, you know... B- Try to earn as much as you can so you can spend as much as you can because right. you will. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? You haven't saved as much as you could. 
And it brings me to the last thing. The last of the four points that I wanted to make today was think about the possibilities of your money. Mm-hmm. Not just for you and vacations and, and putting your kids through college and being able to retire one of the, these days. Those are all great possible things for you to be thinking about in relation to your money. But what about the possibilities for other people? Isn't it great to give money to kids and grandkids? Yeah. Isn't it great to inspire them? Mm -hmm. Isn't it great to incentivize them? Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes when we're talking to people about like their will or their estate plan, we teach them how to incentivize the next generation with just some words on a piece of paper in your will. Yeah. How do we do that? What 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 does that look like? It it would look something like this. Um, you know, Daddy Warbucks Phil over there is going to die and leave money in a big pile. To you and me. To me and, me yeah, and you, right, right? Right, right, And in order for us to get money out of that pile, uh-huh. we've got to show that we've got earned income. Ooh. Even after he's not here. Even after he's not here. Because he puts a trustee yeah. in charge of this. Right. And if I don't have earned income and you do, well, you get my portion of it. Oh, buddy. That's an incentive for me to get to work. Uh, uh, your right? wife will make sure. You yeah. <laughs> right? Maybe Daddy Warbucks Phil over there says, hey, you know what? If you give money to charity, mm-hmm. my trust will match it. Even make you look better in the community. Yeah. And make you feel better. That's an incentive to make me want to do good things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's not even here looking over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. He left it in his will or in his trust. So there are some great things that you can do with money that don't they, they don't mm-hmm. those things don't necessarily revolve around you. You know, we talked about me and you being Daddy Warbucks Phil's sons or, or whatever beneficiaries beneficiaries in this case, yeah, right? Right. right, right. Um, and the instance where maybe I didn't work and you got my portion of the money. Mm-hmm. Um, much like the the restaurant owner mm-hmm. who encouraged and wanted to see more more businesses mm-hmm. and restaurants in the downtown area in this instance, right? Mm-hmm. What does that do? Well, it creates competition, but what do you do with competition? Uh, you either get better uh, or you get out. Or you get out. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so related to you and me as beneficiaries, uh-huh. he's uh, he's left the wording in there that makes both of us uh, better. Uh-huh. Better people, better citizens, better providers for our families, better taxpayers, he did all that to us, and he's not even here anymore. Right? Isn't that a wonderful thing? Mm-hmm. I think it is. We can we can allow our finances to be incentivizers, not just for ourselves and our own families, but for the rest of the world, and we can start dreaming about that. Now, if you were to sit your clients down and say, all right, you've done a pretty good job with the cash flow management. You're not in trouble with the IRS, and uh, you've done okay with the asset allocation and the savings and the investing, and you're 65 years old, and you've got a million dollars. You've saved up, and you've got a net worth of a million dollars, which is a nice thing. Sure. It's a wonderful thing. What do you think that somebody with a million dollars in your experiences, you've dealt with them throughout your, uh, your professional life, what do you think they're dreaming about with that million dollars? Why did they save it? What were, what were they wanting to do? The, the average person on, on the street, what, what, what now, do they dream of? So I think the average person on the street with a million dollar net worth is, is dreaming about making the next generation better. 
mm-hmm. whether it be their family, whether it be uh, other individuals that they know, mm-hmm. what kind of legacy or mark can they leave on the world uh, that would leave it in a better place mm-hmm. uh, than, than where they found it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they can, can't mm-hmm. they? They can. In the meantime, while they're alive, they can use their net worth and their income to better schools, to better churches, to better foundations, Mm -hmm. to better their community, to better their neighborhood. Isn't that a great thing? In my opinion, it is. And it was possible because a few years ago, they addressed the previous three things we Mm -hmm. talked about. They managed their cash flow well. They stayed in good relationship with the regulators, and they weren't afraid of this investment world. Mm -hmm. And now they have this potential to make the world a better place. And in the meantime, does that mean they can't go on vacation? No, absolutely not. Do you find yourself sometime reminding people like that Mm -hmm. to actually take a little money for themselves? I, I do. Um, and the reason I do that is because we're not promised tomorrow. You know what? uh, Nobody wants to be miserly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, and well, at least I say that (laughs) I don't think anybody likes a miser. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right, right. So what's the point in doing it at all? If you're not going to do something that, that benefits somebody else or yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And memories are great things. Mm -hmm. And you know what memories do? They motivate you for the next year. Yeah, they do. You go on vacation last year with Mm -hmm. your family and you got great memories and fun things and even Mm -hmm. challenges. Getting in and out of airports is not an easy Mm -hmm. thing, but you did it together. That's right. And what does that do for you for this year? Gives you a motivation Mm -hmm. to plan this year's trip. Sure. To be able to take maybe one or two of your kids' friends along. Mm -hmm. To maybe go to a different country or a different state or experience something different. Last year was the mountains. This year we're going to look at the beach. Um, all of those were things that were experiences for you that were possible because you did the first three things we talked about right. today better. And I hope that those who are listening today will actually do that. Well, use all this as mm-hmm. incentivize uh, or incentive uh, to uh, make the world a better place and allow themselves to enjoy it a little bit uh, more along the way. Here from the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. The discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable, and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the 
appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planters, LLC. Ignite Planters, LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated.